The education Dr. Burton has provided has been amazing and eye-opening. I always felt like there was a piece missing to what I was doing in my practice and learning to interpret blood work was it. Thanks for being willing to share your knowledge and tips and tricks to help us practitioners better help our clients. Val. Brittany says, thank you, Dr. Kylie, for sharing your wealth of knowledge. I took a leap of faith when I bought the Mastering Bloodwork four-hour workshop, and I am so grateful I did. You have totally transformed my practice. I love listening to your podcast and all you share on lab work, mindset, and business building. Thanks again. All right, it's your turn. Come join me on the next Master Bloodwork live event. It is virtual, so doesn't matter where you live. It is happening on September 13th from 1 to 5.30 p.m. Eastern. We do two two-hour sessions with a 30-minute gap in between. Then the Q&A will be happening on September 14th. Get all the details and join at drkyleeburton.com slash masterclass. I'll see you September 13th. If that date doesn't work for you, well, guess what? The final 90-day program of the year begins October 4th. Get all the details and join us at drkyleeburton.com slash 90-day-program. That will be the final time to run that or join us in that program until March of next year. So let's get your end of year locked and loaded, prepared for 2023. Who knows what can happen to you? I've seen it happen for so many others. What can it do to your practice when you go virtual, when you scale virtually, and when you read blood work the way I've taught you? All right, I'll see you September 13th or October 4th. Let's get started. Welcome to the Beyond the Diagnosis podcast with me, your host, Dr. Kylie. I have a very, very special episode for you today. I want to bring you into the behind the scenes of what our group calls are like inside the 90-day program. This group call was very powerful, especially if you find yourself in a marriage trying to balance business together. So if you want to be in on these group calls, you need to join the 90-day group program. The next one begins October 4th. You can get all the details and join us at drkyleeburton.com slash 90-day-program. And you can come in on these powerful mindset upgrading calls as you're about to experience. Get out the tissues. Here we go. Okay, I want to dive into money a little bit more in this call. I also want to leave it open for all of your questions. So get inside that chat box and let me know some of the stories you were told growing up as a child about money. I will begin. Yep, same thing, Dr. Alexi. Money doesn't grow on trees. You have to work hard to get money. What other stories? Don't have money for that. Yes. Did you love how I addressed it in yesterday's call? Not that you don't have money for it. It's we're spending our money in other places. <clears throat> don't spend what you don't have. Ooh, that one's good. Oh, that one's so good. Need to save for what you want. Dr. Alexi and Julie are joining us in this group chat. Everybody else, join in. 
Gail, yes. I was raised on a farm, lots of hard work to have any money. Same. Gail, I did a story on that yesterday. My, my family is all farmers. My husband drives me crazy with his negative money talk. <laughs> you just got to work on him. You got to rephrase it. My husband's come a long ways since I started to do this too. I correct him like, don't be talking to my kids about that, about money. Don't tell them that we don't have money for this. We do. We choose to spend our money other places. <laughs> you need to work hard to get a little. Money is the root of evil. Ooh. Money makes you a bad person. All right, keep it going. What else have we been told? Think about what, it, what have you been told about money now? Money draws negative people to you. They use you for money. We just literally didn't have money. Single parent home, yeah. Struggles and struggles and struggles with money. I always had like what we, what we needed. And honestly, my parents, they, they never talked about money. I couldn't tell you if we filed bankruptcy. I couldn't tell you if we were had a $100,000 salary. I couldn't tell you anything about my parents going up, having money. Money causes family problems. If you listened to my video yesterday, I did. I sent it out to you guys this morning as well. Money has destroyed my uncle. Because of that, it's destroyed many of my family members. People assume you have money, don't need it, and you want your services for free. <laughs> yes. On rare occasion, my mother helps me financially when you feel guilty by telling me afterwards that my younger siblings would have to go without because of it. Oh, geez. Yeah. It's told you don't discuss money, especially salaries. People don't discuss money, how, how much money they make. I mean, carrot dangling over our heads. Nobody told me this. I live it. I spend money for betterment, but money doesn't come easy to me. I lose it. Wish I had it back. So the story is yes. That's what we want to hear. I'll tell you, in my journey of money, I have spent a at least $100,000 I wish I could have back that didn't make more money for me. Everything is too expensive, not polite to talk about money. Yeah, money. I want to bring money and make it safe. Something that's safe to talk about, whether you're making 10000 a year or 100000 a year or $10 million a year, I don't care. Let's talk about money. Yeah. That's why I bring money in here because it's very important and I can't wait for Nicole to bring money in even bigger and bigger. Any other things that come up when we talk about money? I'm like on a mission, I swear. My other mission is to just make money acceptable to talk about and friendly and our friend and make money comes easy. And Okay, not polite to talk about money. Have you ever been to like a family event where money is the conversation? Like, no, you don't, you just don't talk about it, right? Unless it's destroying somebody and you always talk about the negative about, bad, about money because that's just easy to talk about. Never talk about the positive of it. So here we go. Let's talk about positive monies. Jen, you ready? Let's just start with a couple deep breaths and just feels like um, 
you know, everyone's nervous systems are a little agitated just by talking, kind of bringing up all this stuff about money. So you just want to take some nice deep breaths and um, you can put your hand over your heart chakra. And um, just if you want to close your eyes for a second and just breathe, take some deep breaths and let that amygdala just calm down. Okay, so, so we're talking about things um, that we heard about money as kids. It's like we're on purpose uh, triggering, our triggering our fight or flight response. <clears throat> so all of those things, are, all, of that, all of that old stuff is just energy. So we're just going to have that intention of just calming it down, some breaths. Just gonna get everyone's connections and energy systems balanced. And having that intention of, um, yeah, just opening up a new perspective, um, opening your heart up to um, new possibilities about money, new beliefs about money, um, new feelings about money. Take some deep breaths on that. So the affirmation is, I am open to new possibilities, new beliefs, and new feelings about money. Okay, so we've talked about like, all the negative stuff that we've heard now that we've well actually before we go into this let's um ha take a breath and let's just release all of that negative energy of what you've heard what you saw what you felt what you've believed about money let's release all of that energy from your timeline starting at conception we'll take a big breath on that up until this current moment so whatever energetic hooks, whatever heavy feelings, whatever uh, false beliefs that you are carrying with you in, anywhere in your energy, anywhere in your body, just releasing that from your timeline, from your body. Big breaths on that. How are you guys feeling? Everyone feeling a little more calm? Put that in the chat. Okay, so let's put in the chat how you want to feel about money. Okay, and as you do that, um, we need to make sure we release some generational hooks around money too. Generational patterns, generational programs, false beliefs, um, just overall negativity, judgment, shame. Oh, it's like we're open Pandora's box. Um, resentment, fear, um, scarcity, all, all of that, all of that generational energy that's been passed down, generation after generation. Just nice big breaths on that releasing that and making more room for making room for how you want to feel about it okay 
We have feeling free, feeling independent. I want to feel confident and safe when I tell someone chart what what the cost is for my services. What the investment is. Let me rephrase that. Sorry. Money comes easily. I want to feel that way. I want to feel like a money magnet, Elizabeth. Where it's like you walk out the door and you just money attracts to you, right? You're playing with your kids okay. and money attracts to you. Yeah. Okay. What else? Look at if you, if money was the with money was the personification. What like how? Think about like your best friend in the whole world. You know, how do you feel around your best friend in the whole world? That's how we want to, that's how we can create some of those feelings about how we want to feel about money. So I start joyful. I'm grateful. Accepted, worthy. Ooh, I feel like Ooh, money accepts me. Money accepts worthy. you. I'm worthy of my this money. In the flow, you feel secure in that relationship with your best friend. I mean, what about fun? Right? A lot of times we have this feeling that money isn't fun, that it's, you know, a struggle, that it's, um, we want to make sure we're connected, you know, that money is fun. What else? What? Another, um, okay, Janessa, adventurous, pleasurable, exciting. I love it. What's your favorite thing to spend money on? Like if you were to spend something, spend money on something and you were to say, oh my gosh, that was worth every single penny. Like what, what are those, what are some of those things? Okay, my kids, masterminds. Skiing, travel, family trips. Trips to Disney, yeah. Guys, I'm addicted to spending money on masterminds. <laughs> oh my gosh. But it puts you in rooms where people like you need to be with these groups of people. Ooh, good food. Daddy, love masterminds. Got good food. Yeah. Especially when you're in a foreign country and you pay for like a really amazing meal. Oh my gosh you're tasting new things or having this new experience, like you can just feel it in your whole body, right? It's like, that's kind of the kind of thing that we want to like really, if, if you have something like that, you can tune into that energy every single day. You know, moments where you were like, oh my gosh, that was worth every penny. And because your brain doesn't know the difference between like whether the experience is in real time or whether you're conjuring it up in your in your memory or whether you're just conjuring it up in your imagination. Whatever you're thinking about and focusing on, your brain thinks it's happening in real time. So, oh, house cleaners. Oh, yes, I 100% agree on that. I never regret spending money on a house cleaner. Um, so, any so like okay, let's for example, like after the house cleaner comes, I handed over my chunk of money with a really nice, you know, tip. Tip. 
because really it it takes me a fraction of the time to earn what I just paid, you know, someone to clean my house. I just sit in my house and I'm like, wow, this, this feels so amazing. I feel so decluttered. I feel so well taken care of. I feel like a fancy girl. I'm worthy of being a fancy girl, you know? And, um, and so like, you know, remembering and tuning into those feelings are so amazing. I want to share a story about my, my, my youngest daughter. Um, a few years ago, my husband surprised me. can't remember if I've told you this story before. My husband surprised me with a car. It was a Mercedes. And um, I'd never even thought of getting Mercedes before. I didn't think I was the type of person that could have a Mercedes. And he brought it home. And you guys, it was used, right? It wasn't like brand new or anything like that. But my other daughter had totaled my car. And um, I walk out the door. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, is that BMW? I didn't even know what it was. And my husband's like, oh, my gosh. It's like, it's a, it's a Mercedes. So I'm, and the first thing was like, I don't know if I'm good enough to have a Mercedes. That's the first thought that came into my mind. And I had like work, been working on my money stuff a long time. Well, I took some deep breaths and I was like, wow, this is what an amazing gift. I love the car. I've never loved a car so much. Well, the next day I was taking my, I think she, my daughter was in seventh grade and I'm taking her to school in my Mercedes, right? And um, she has this grin on her face and I'm like, what are you smiling about? And she's just like, mom, I was, I was born to be raised in this car. <laughs> my first, my first reaction was like, it's just a car. And I, I didn't say it though. Like that's what the, the amygdala wanted to do. Like, right. Like, but I was like, I took a breath and I'm like, you know what? You were born to be raised in this car. You're worth a car like this. And you know, and I was like, that was so eye-opening to me, like how as we're working on our own money stuff, our kids, it's clearing for our kids. Like that, how old are you when you're in seventh grade? 13 or something? You know, 13 year old little girl knew she was worth riding in a Mercedes, you know. I, I share that with you just so you know that even though it feels like you might be working on your money stuff a lot that it's making like it's having a ripple effect right and your belief in yourself and your worthiness and your ability to tune into that energy of oh my gosh that was worth every penny is going to transfer into oh my gosh i'm worth every penny when i charge 500 bucks for a consult you know i'm worth every penny when someone signs up to work with me, you know, for a year and I'm getting paid, you know, whatever it is you guys are going to charge. Like, it's, it's an amazing, you know, it's an amazing transition. And every time you kind of hit like a plateau or your, in, your income goals get bigger, your client goals get bigger, you're going to hit some little blocks, you know, that you're going to bump up against and that's okay. 
because you're, um, you know, you're going to deepen your beliefs. You're going to deepen how you feel about yourself and your worth. And the cool thing that happens too, because I know what kind of people Kylie attracts into her life. And I've gotten to know you guys a little bit over the last months. It's like, you all have helping hearts. You're here to help people. Um, and one quote I heard a while ago is like, money doesn't change who you are. It just, it enhances who you are. So if, you know, if, if someone, you know, was, you know, didn't have the greatest intentions and that's kind of who they are, that might get enhanced if they have more money. And then those of you, all of you that have good hearts and want to help, you know, that gets to be expanded. You know, um, okay. Tell me, tell me, I want you to think about what you charge for a consult right now and put in the comments um, on a scale of one to five, five being like totally confident. I never stutter when I say how much I charge. I can say it with a smile on my face. That's five, right? And one is like I'm stuttering all around and I'm still trying to get my wording and my confidence. Where are you at on a scale of one to five? Got some fours, good. Three, five, so I think I'm right. I think I should raise my prices again. <laughs> I love it. Um, but remember, you don't always have to feel uncomfortable, right? Again, <laughs> really. <laughs> Let yourself be really comfortable with the, you know, with where you're at for a while, and then you'll know when it's time to raise your prices. And usually, the way you know is you start feeling a little resentment, you know. And that's when you're like, okay, I'm ready to up level. What does that look like? <laughs> okay, what else do we have here? Um, five, I'm worth it and will not bend. The clients will come eventually. Okay, good. I think too with and, that, Julie, is you're, you're doing all the work now. So as soon as that cup over brims, it's going to flood in. The gates will just open up and the flood's coming in. So I experienced that too. I went, I worked my guts out. I was always doing the right things, always pushing forward. Nobody was coming, nobody was coming. And then all of a sudden COVID happened and the floodgates opened. And it was just like, boom. Now I was prepared though to handle what came at me when it did come because of all the work I'd been doing leading up to it. So it'll come. And remember, too, um, last week we talked a lot about, you know, making sure your messaging is really clear, making sure your offering is really clear. Um, remember that if, someone, if someone's confused about what you're about, what you offer, what the result is, what their, if their pains, you know, if you want 
understand their pain, if they're, if they don't, if they're confused about it, it's really, really difficult for them to say yes. I had an example of that the other day I wanted to share with you guys. I should have written it down. Um, someone, yeah, someone approached me about wanting me to buy something. What was it? Anyway, I can't remember what it was, but I'm like, even if I wanted to say yes to you, I can't because I don't. Oh, well, actually, years ago, I, I was interviewing a business coach, and we were on the phone for over an hour, and she, you know, we talked, and at the end of the hour, she's like, okay, well, these are my prices. Are you ready to get started? And I sat there, and I'm like, I have no idea, like, what you do. I had no idea what she did, but she talked and talked and talked the entire hour. So my brain, there was no way I could say yes to her. You know what I mean? She wasn't clear. She spoke very confidently, spoke a lot about her credentials, a lot about who she coaches, coached with, like a lot about herself. But when it came right down to it, I had no idea how she was going to help me. So remember that people don't, people care less about your credentials about how much you know, their people's brains, those amygdalas are looking for, is this gonna help me thrive or survive? If it's confusing, I'm out, okay? Um, Dr. Elizabeth has been doing um, a really good job on her videos. I see hers come across my Instagram a lot. She's making them very clear, very concise, um, it's easy for me to forward those because I know it's not not going to confuse people. That's a big deal to me, like with you know with my clients. So take a look at you know again look at your messaging. Simplify, simplify, simplify. It'll be easier for people to say yes to you. I'll give you a backup on that one. Then we'll open it up for questions and, and comments and, and concerns here. Um, yesterday on the podcast episode I was on, I can't even tell you the podcast name, guys, honestly. It will launch. I think he said it's going to launch tomorrow so I can get you the information for it when he gives it to me. Um, but he told me at the end, he's like, I'm, I'm shocked at how easy the conversation was to have with you because I've had so many people come on with these big credentials and they just, it's like academic talk to them. And it's not user-friendly. So there's a reason why I want you to copy what I'm doing, copy how I'm saying it, copy the workshops, copy it all, because it's working. It's so simplified. Don't reinvent the wheel. Just copy what I do. So I want to leave some time for you guys in the next 20, 25 minutes here. Let's answer questions. Let's help. I want to be here to support you, whether you have a concern. Um, Mindset question, business question, whatever it is. And let's start with Margaret's here. When she when we ended the last call, she said we had she had two people scrutinize interview you if they wanted to work with you or not. So Margaret, you want to jump in and kind of walk us through the scenario again? Sure. One of them was a referral from my my 
A plus client who is doing so well, who has the 95 year old mother. And the other one was somebody who found my name on the nutrition response testing website as being near her. And right from the very beginning, I honestly, they wanted to know my credentials, how long I've been doing this, what else do I add to nutrition response testing? You know, um, I, it really, I ended up feeling kind of defensive. And, and the one woman who had found my name on the website, I could tell that she had a lot of brokenness in her. She had a lot of mistrust for people. And I could see that. Um, so I was trying to be very patient with her because I knew that it was her, it was, part of it was her brokenness. It wasn't a lack of trust of me. It was her own brokenness. So we read by the, I talked to her. I want to say that the first phone call was probably about 40 minutes. And then the second one was, was to, um, she wanted to, she wanted to talk to my A plus client who actually has the same kind of issues that she has. So I called her and asked if it would be okay and asked her not to get into specifics about her, her protocol or anything, because then people start to compare their progress, their program, you know, you get into a comparing thing. She was fine with that. They talked and when I called her back, I said, um, she called me back and I, she started asking me more questions. And I said, Nina, at this point, I'm, it would be irresponsible for me to give you any kind of recommendations or direction over the phone without us actually getting together. It's time for you to make a decision as to whether or not you wanna work with me. And I told you, Kylie, that when we talked last week that I, I undersold myself. I quoted her my old prices because at the point I was kind of defensive before I started working with you. So it was like $200 less than I wanted it to be. So when I talked to her the last time, I said, I quoted you the wrong price for my services. I quoted you the price for getting on the SHAPE program. We would be doing something more intensive than that. So this is what my prices would be. Good for you. Well, she didn't give me, she didn't, yeah, I, I felt kind of weird about it, but um, she didn't give me a lot of grief about that. But as soon as I told her that I was moving my practice from our basement, that, that I'm not a brick and more, I'm, I work with a small handful of people who get customized attention because that's the size practice I want to have. I'm retired. I want to spend time with my up and coming grandson and my garden. And I don't want a huge practice. I want a handful of people that I'm helping. She said, oh, well, I can't meet you in your basement because I have issues with mold. And I said, I have a dehumidifier down there. As far as I know, none of my clients have had an issue, whether they've been sensitive or not. Let's just see how it goes and we'll take it from there. Because I know that once we get through the program, she won't have problems with mold anymore. Yeah. She called me back over the weekend, probably knowing that I was going to be at church, <laughs> and left a message saying that, oh, she couldn't see me until my practice was moved upstairs. So please just cancel the two appointments that I was set up for. And you're going to save yourself lots of time you, and grief with that one. I learned a long time ago that you don't want to have anybody that you're caring for that when you see their name on the schedule for that day it ruins your day you don't you don't we don't need people like that 
Yes, amen. And I'm going to give her a courtesy call back and say, I understand how you feel. I'll let you know when my practice moves upstairs and take it from there. So yeah. you can always suggest someone else. So, <laughs> so when I get those calls where people are want to interview mm -hmm. you, remind you, they're not in charge of the call. You are. Mm -hmm. So you get to say, when I, let me ask you a couple of questions first and make sure that I'm the right fit for you. And that oh, you're the right fit for me. Idea. Just take charge of the whole conversation. Take charge of the whole conversation. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> and then that way, yeah, yeah, exactly, Dr. Lexi. We're interviewing them and we're making sure that yeah. they're the right person for us. But you're yeah. like you they can start their spiel and just whatever the spiel she wants to get into. And okay, I understand you've had a long route to this journey of yours, but let me make let me ask you a few questions first. Mm -hmm. And then guys hard cut the time i was yeah. on a call with a guy at systemic formulas last week and it was getting i i, I was done listening to him let me just say that tell you that hey hey taylor i need to jump on another call i need to go boom done yeah now that wasn't true but i need to go i just had pull up in my house and we needed to go inside with my kids so make sure that you are respectful of your time so that they can be respectful of your time and you take charge of the conversation. And thank heavens she's not moving forward with you because imagine the requirements she would have had yeah. on you and your time. So I'm glad it all worked out. Keep, keep pressing forward because the right people will, you will attract the right people. And they won't care about a basement. I'll go virtual, I'll do it over the phone even. So many people will just call want to call over the phone and that totally works too. So well she wanted nutrition response testing. Oh yeah, muscle testing. Yep. Hands-on muscle testing. So <clears throat> yeah. I could have directed towards the virtual part, but I think yeah. I'm better off not being involved. Yeah, I totally agree with you. There's been people early on in my practice, I did some for free stuff. Never again. Never again are they going to ever do anything for free because um, they have no one, no skin in the game, and two, they don't respect a dang thing you do for them. So, yeah, they always have you know their pity parties. I don't have money, money's always a problem. At my whatever their excuses are. Mm -hmm. Okay, anybody else have concerns? Yep, go, Jen. I, I have a, I, some stuff was clearing while, um just during the last couple of things, the stuff around momentum and then um, Margaret's stuff. So do you, care, do you care if I read these affirmations to you so you guys can take some breaths on it, um, let the energy keep moving. Um, every step I take, I build momentum. Okay, that's whether you get a yes or a no, whether you get a difficult con conversation or an easy conversation. It's every, every step you take builds momentum. Every time I show up, I build momentum. Okay, so you're just moving into that energy where Kylie talked about a second ago. It's just like all of a sudden, it's like, boom, everything just happens. Um, I am confident with whatever my credentials are. Okay, I speak clearly and confidently about how I can help. That's really what you want to focus on. Okay. Um, I can stay in my power in any conversation, right? 
So when you start feeling that nervousness, um, let your like take a breath, put your hand over your heart, tap right here for a second. Your brain calm your nervous system down. Then you can think of those words, mm-hmm. you know, of well, let me see if you're, you know, let me ask you a few questions mm-hmm. to see if we're a good fit. Mm-hmm. Um, then I respect my time and I quickly and easily identify my ideal clients and let them in easily. So everyone take some breaths on that. Anyone have any other questions? Not quite sure how to word this, but um you know, and talking about doing a mastermind program and up-leveling again and spending more to make more and all of that. I get a little lost because I have spent a lot with that intention to make a lot more and haven't seen huge returns. And I want to, but like, I feel like something's disconnecting there. Okay, between your efforts and your results. Mm-hmm. Especially Thanks. when it comes to doing big events and spending a lot of money on, you know, bettering myself. Yeah. So um, one of the things that is really important is, like, we see the, the little wins along the way. And I just heard in a mastermind that I'm in, I just heard a a woman talk about that um, and how she has her clients email her, um, their win, their email her weekly, their win, their wins. So a lot of times we're just like looking at the things that aren't happening, even though it's like, Hey, I showed up. I worked on content every day. I posted a, um, a video every day. I'm following up with clients every day. I'm asking for referrals. I'm, you know, like taking all these steps consistently. Um, What she said about that was really interesting. She said, every time you acknowledge a little win like that, it, and you guys probably know this, it like um, gives us the dopamine hit and we want more of that. And that creates this feeling of, okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to keep going. Um, But there is something, it just feels something like there's something energetic that's in between the, the action, action being taken and the results. So um, anybody else feeling that as well? Okay. So um, looking at just tuning into what the roots of that are. Oh, how to move forward when when spouse is not on board. Oh, Shauna, yes. (laughs) I spent $60,000 on a mastermind, which I didn't even tell my husband about. He found out from a friend because I was so excited that that I'd made this move. And I told my friend, who then told my husband, and he was like, excuse me, what just happened? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, y'all, that like 
you have to really own that you're the CEO of your business. Okay. Jen, can I come on with that too? Yeah. With being a CEO, we learn expensive lessons. I cannot tell you how much money I have spent. I have spent literally over $100,000 on a website, multiple websites that no longer exist. I wish I could have that $100,000 back, but it was multiple lessons I learned the hard way. Multiple lessons that cost, um, cost money. We're CEOs. We, have ex- we learn expensive lessons. And, that, and the first time I heard that, I was like, oh, I'm not the only one who feels like I've put money into something and not gotten the return I wanted. But just like I mentioned earlier with, with Julie's scenario, is that I kept going, I kept doing all the things. So when the floodgates opened and overspilled, when, that, when COVID hit and opened up this world of Zoom, I was on Zoom, but nobody knew what Zoom was. Now Zoom's a cool thing to do my business back and was prepared for it. I was prepared for the influx of money, uh, mentally, physically, (laughs) emotionally, everything. So every piece, everything that you're doing now builds you to who you are and who you're going to become for when the floodgates do open up. Okay, so on an energetic level, just checking in, I'm like, okay, where's this disconnect showing up on everyone's timeline? So, I mean, I just do an you know, an intention of like, okay, for the group. Um, so age four, eight, and 12 came up on your timelines. And then some of the emotions underneath that were like shame, um, feeling or being unsupported or both. Um, uh, like, that feels like there's some perfectionism energy in there. Like if I can't do it right, you know, I'm not going to do it at all. And that's just a, a form of control, which is fear underneath that. So I'm like, you can see there's lots of layers there that are ready to release. Um, and then also, um, also this energy of self-rejection if you think of self-rejection and how that how that energy might be playing out in your business if you're rejecting yourself by not believing in yourself not trusting yourself not taking action um, mostly it's the emotional stuff, right? If you're reject, if you're rejecting yourself with shame and criticism, then, you know, there's this, it creates, uh, energetically, it just looks like this big, um, what is it, you know, like the Grand Canyon, what is that called? Like the big space between the canyons or whatever you know what I'm talking about yeah big chasm you know and so it's like you can see to the other side but in between um you know instead of seeing yourself as a victim or 
someone with money issues or someone, you know, that has had a, um, you know, difficult childhood. Like we all have had some kind of experience, right? That creates that disconnect. Um, but it, but if you can accept yourself wherever you're, wherever you are at the moment, and this is like clearing it up, you know, just verbalizing it, then you can have success even on a bad day. You can have success even though you're not completely healed. You can have success even when, you know, you doubt yourself. If you just, you know, if you get more connected to, you know, accepting yourself right where you're at and, and the, beautiful, the beauty that's there. A lot of times we just see the stuff that we're not good at or things we need to do better, stuff we didn't do. And every time we focus on that, like we reject ourselves a little bit more and make that disconnect a little bit greater. So it's this practice of really loving yourself, you know, being grateful for the time and resources you have put into yourself because you love yourself, because you know you're worth it, because you know you have an amazing, you know, purpose and um, calling in the world. Everyone take a nice deep breath on that. We're releasing any kind of self-rejection from your timeline. And really connecting you um, to, I'm connected to letting love surround me and speak truth to me. So if you guys haven't written a badass list lately, that might be a really great thing to do this week, to make a list of your wins you know, over the last couple weeks, make a list of all the times you did show up, make a list of the times you took a break and took care of yourself, had fun. How does that feel? That was big. Does that help, Elizabeth? I sure hope so. <laughs> Trust it. And when you guys are showing up, Someone is always watching. They're always watching. Then they'll be like, okay, I've been watching you now for a year on Facebook. I'm ready to jump. And now they're the perfect client because they've been groomed and they know exactly what they're in for. Okay, Shauna, this is how my husband and I have handled it. Um, when we fight, we fight over my business. Period. End of story. Since the day I opened up my practice, that is the only thing we have fought about. With this last group of fighting sessions, <laughs> beginning, beginning of this year, we had to come to the conclusion that he doesn't get to tell me what I do in my business, and I don't get to tell him what he does in his business. He runs a roofing construction business where it is project to project. You make money project to project. 
Mine is a residual monthly, month, monthly to monthly. I don't know my overhead every single month, especially with how much money I spend. But we came to the conclusion that I ain't going to trust him and he's going to trust me because I'm in my business. I know all the details about it. I'm in my own head. I know what's going on in my head. I know who I need to hire. I know. So when I spend money now in, in my business, he doesn't get to say a word. Yesterday, he went and bought a camping trailer. I didn't say a word. We've always wanted one, but we just, we've gone to the point now in the last, we've been married for seven and a half years. In the last five years of us running businesses, we've had to learn he doesn't know jack crap about my business. I don't know jack crap about roofing, nor do I want to know. So he knows what's really good for him. I know what's really good for me. And at the end of the day, as long as we're both winning, we all win. Okay. He doesn't know how much I pay Kelly. He doesn't know how much I pay Melissa. He doesn't know how, many, how much money I have going to agencies right now. But at the end of the day, he knows that I'm in the positive. So on Mondays, if this is, this is what works for us, on Mondays, we send screenshots of our bank accounts. So I send him a screenshot of my business bank account. He sends me a screenshot of his business bank account. And then we have our personal bank account that is together. We're both feeding money into that through direct deposit. So we know that the, the personal bank account is set up. And then when he says, I made this purchase, he brings home this camping trailer yesterday. <laughs> and he explains to me the purchase, explains to me what he's going to use it for. Cool. We're going to use it for our family too. But he knows what he needs. I know what I need. And you'll get to that point in your marriage where you have that trust. Because like I said, he's not in my head. I'm in my head. I know that I need... I know that I need mindset help. Especially when it comes to money. I know that I need, I was having people come to my website and I was not capitalizing on what I should, what I thought I should have. So I keep seeing this Facebook post over and over and over and over again on my feed. And I just had that gut feeling I need to reach out to him. $97 Facebook turns into a $60,000 mastermind off of one phone call in which I didn't even ask his permission to do. So we've gotten to that point in our marriage, and I'm, and I'm very grateful because finances destroy marriages. I know it's the number one destroying of marriages factors. Um, but we've had to trust each other, and we've had to know that we're both feeding money into the family. And that's a good thing. As long as we're both moving in the, in the same direction, you'll get to that point. You'll have, you'll have enough fights over it. I've probably fought with him over 50 times in our last seven years over our marriage to the point where some of them, I ended up sleeping on the couch with tears in my eyes because 
I had this unshaking faith that when I was buried in debt, in fact, the first time he discovered my credit card debt, he went to refinance our house. And they're pulling our credit cards up. They're pulling everything up and he realizes I have this outstanding credit card bill that I had never told him about. Like I have so many bad money issues that to this day, I still get scared pulling up the bank account. I'm supposed to tell Kelly that she can buy Shopify stuff and I'm terrified to look at the bank account, so I haven't done it yet. But we get this trust in ourselves. We trust in our guts. We trust in each other. And when you have that, you will. You'll be able to make decisions on your own. And your husband will trust it. I'm really glad. He's not in it. You are. Holy smokes, guys. (laughs) No, I'm really glad you shared that because that brought up something really big that we need to clear. And that's trauma energy around money. You know, whatever, like whatever that trauma energy is generationally, whatever, whatever trauma energy we experience or trauma we experienced with money as kids, whatever we've experienced with as adults, you know, we just want to release that trauma energy, that fear of opening up the bank, you know, looking at your bank account. We've probably all been there, you know, but let's just release that trauma energy and realize that, you know, everything, like there are so many possibilities for one thing, everything is fixable. Okay. Take a nice big breath on that. Um, And also remember that when um, conflict happens, especially within you know, our marriages, so funny because my husband came to me a couple weeks ago and was like, do you realize you've made over a million dollars? I'm like, I have not. He's like, yes, you have. And he spilled it out to me. And I was like, what? It's like, and what do you have to show for it? And then I like went into shame and like all the old stuff, you know? And I was like taking my breaths and we, it opened up this conversation a couple of days later about a lot of fear that he had. And he didn't admit this, but I know that he has shame about money decisions that he's made in our marriage, you know, over the years. And so it's like some big stuff came up, but we were able to talk it out probably for the first time. We've, we will have been married 29 years. and next month. It was the most honest, real conversation we've had about money. Um, And anyway, but I wanted to recommend for everyone, whether you're married or not, a book called The Queen's Code. It has, I've, I've read it recently. It's opened my eyes to understanding how to better communicate with men, but also how to understand myself and my brain too. And how I can communicate, I can communicate better in general. So I highly recommend that and recognize because there's a lot of ways we can word things that are, you know, will help us communicate 
you know, with other people, especially about sensitive topics or topics that have had trauma in the past. Who is the author of that book, Jen? Um, Elizabeth, help me out. What's her name? Is it Alison Armstrong? Yeah, that's it. That's okay. it. I was just looking it up. What's yeah. it called again? The Queen's Code. And if you go to her website, queenscode.com, she just released it, uh, an audible version of it. I don't think it's on Audible, but I think she, you can buy it directly from her. But yeah, it's super, not on Audible. Super, super insightful about communicating with the opposite sex. Cool. Elizabeth's an expert in it. All right, guys, as we're finishing up here, get in the chat box and let me know now how you're feeling on a scale of one to 10. You guys cleared a ton today, especially at the end with that trauma energy that just, that's going to open up doors for you, having, excuse me, that trauma energy released. We're just all letting it sink in still. Okay. Feeling grateful. Love those words, Connie. All right, there you have it. Now go out and change the world. This podcast is sponsored by my favorite supplement companies, Systemic Formulas and MyBiome. Come join me inside their private Facebook group for practitioners called Systemic Formulas Clinical Nutrition. Everyone else, join them on Systemic Formulas Instagram page. And remember, I'm going to see you September 13th at the Master Bloodwork Live event or October 4th at the final 90-day program of the year. All right, let's do this together.